I like to say hello and welcome you. Good day, that is my name. Come here and sit down. I'm so glad you even really truly came. Hello and welcome back Hello. to Cast Party. Cast Party. I'm Brennan. I'm Dave. And this is the Freewheeling Pop Culture Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, even more freewheeling than normal. Yeah. To the point that I'm very frightened. Don't be frightened. No, I'm not because we always talk about crap and it works. Yeah. God. You're I just such a scaredy cat. I prepare so much for things. I'm a preparer. Yeah. Just fly by the seat of your pants, man. Be, be present in the moment. Okay, but that, that risks the integrity of my pants, and I don't <laughs> own that many. And also, what if, we, what if we can't come up with anything to talk about? We're like, well, so 10 minutes this week. Oh, well. Again, <laughs> knowing us, that seems unlikely. Not going to happen. Like, peek behind the curtain. Um, after we record the podcast, Dave and I still talk for like 25 minutes. Yeah. Kind of about the same thing. Yeah. Um, slightly more personal things where it's yeah. like, oh, how'd your day go or whatever? But it's mostly the exact same conversation, but just keeps going. <laughs> yes. So, uh. yeah, I mean, that's fair. Um, <laughs> it's just like not my normal thing that I do with mm-hmm. podcasts. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I did think of a topic to start off. Oh, with. great. What a surprise. I want to know if it's the same topic I thought of. I really doubt it. What was your topic? You go. I spilled. You go oh. first. No, I just wanted to say I actually participated in a pop culture event. I went to the oh. Monster Palooza convention in Pasadena, um, which is a like horror slash special effects makeup themed convention. It was really fun. Yeah, I did have to wait in line for two and a half hours to get in. Oh, that doesn't sound fun at all to me. No, it sucked. That part sucked. Yeah, honestly, you, were you with fun people? I was with me. So yes, that was it. You went by yourself. I did. Brandon, I'm worried about you. No, because um, <laughs> I was going to a friend's house later that night for a movie that he was doing. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. No, I was. Yeah, um, your friend. A friend. Anyway. Is your friend named Brennan Klein? No, but I I am friends with myself. That's something I pride <laughs> myself on. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. That, that was cool, but that was like really late in the evening and I had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, he lives up LA area. And I was like... I'll just go to this Pasadena convention before because I have like six hours to kill and I killed half of those in mm-hmm. line. Yeah. But the convention was pretty nice. Good. Um, there was an autograph station where I got to look at a lot of famous people and then cry because of the prices of their autographs. Oh. Yeah. Um, How famous are we talking? Uh, we're talking, I mean, certain people where I'm like, oh, cool. Like Daphne Zuniga was there. I know who she is. Yeah. Spaceballs. Okay. E- yes, but I know her because of the dorm that dripped blood and the initiation, which okay. are slasher movies that one of them I love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but okay. So basically, oh my god. Hello. Okay. I'm okay. just gonna sit right here so my wire doesn't do something weird. Okay. I don't know what's happening. But I don't either. So um, I walked up to her table and I was like, because there was no one at her table and I felt kind of bad. Um, so I was like, oh, we'll get her autograph. And I'm used to autographs being kind of expensive at conventions. Mm -hmm. Like you, like the ones that I've been to before, it's 20 bucks for an autograph, Okay, which is a lot. But like you prepare going into a convention you're like, you know, I'm, I know I'm going to spend money Mm -hmm. and you just have a bunch of twenties and you can kind of hand them out like candy in exchange for things that you want. Sure. And there's no tax. And it's like, you know, it's, it feels okay ish, but not great. Yeah. 
but hers was 30. And Kay. I was like, okay, Daphne Zuniga, I can understand why there's no one at your table right now. Jeez. But it turns out that was the minimum price for an autograph there. Ooh. Um, most people, it was like 40 bucks for an autograph. T- like, uh, oh, the general was 30 for an autograph, 30 for a picture, 50 for both. And I was like, I'm not doing any of this. So I looked at people. Mm-hmm. Um, Linda Blair was there. Oh, okay. She's pretty famous. She's pretty famous. Um, Pam Greer was there. Okay. Um, I mean, then like more horror people, like the guy who played Jigsaw was there. Um, some people from the Rocky Horror Picture Show were there. Mm-hmm. Not Tim Curry, but like Barry Bostwick and uh, Little Nell. Mm. Um, Brad and uh, Columbia Sparkly Tap Dancer. Okay. Um, Steven Weber was there. Okay. Um, I half wanted to get his autograph because we just did Single White Female on my other <gasps> podcast. Oh. And also, he has a bad death scene in that. It is great. I love it. Um, but yeah, and also, he's in my favorite episode of Party Down, too. Oh. Um, it's the one where they're like working an event for like this weird Eastern European like mob mm-hmm. group, and he's oh, like the yeah. head of them. Does he have like a lazy eye in there? Yeah, or he does. yeah, he's really funny in that he's one. He's so yeah. good. But I've um, always liked him. Yeah, I like him. But his autograph was $40. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sorry, Steven Weber. This isn't happening for us today. I'm, I'm definitely the wrong person to talk to about paying money for an autograph because even if I see a famous person and it's going to be free, I'm like, I'll, I'll just look at you. I don't need an autograph. I generally feel the same way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was, it was just bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got some, I got to spend more money at the bootleg DVD barn that I love. Um, mm. And it's it's bootleg because these movies practically don't exist. It's not like, you know. It, okay. It's not like people filming in the back of a theater Avengers. It's like old Mexican horror movies from the 70s that okay. don't have a DVD release. I see. I see. I see. So I got um, The Birds 2, Land's End. Perfect. I got the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's rare. No. I, I, also, don't let George Lucas hear that. Oh, yeah. He'll, if He's like, if I had time and a hammer, I'd smash every copy in existence. Yep. And one of them is now. Yeah, you did it. Um, and I got, I did get some old Mexican horror movies about luchadors fighting monsters. Okay, good. And I'm very excited. That's to watch. important. Those are important it is things. Important. Anyway, what was your thing you wanted to talk about? Uh, you actually just said the word. Uh, I already have my tickets for Avengers. Ah, yeah. when are you going? Saturday. Okay, so you're giving it a bit of polite distance, fashionably late. Uh, yes. Um, I have. I could go Friday night, but I don't want to. No. Um, and uh, Jack has a baseball game on Saturday, so we're going to go after his baseball game. I already bought him the ticket. Aww. Four o'clock showing, so we still get matinee price. Great. Cha-ching. I will be very excited to hear what you and especially Jack think of it. Yeah, I'll definitely. I think that'll be one where we record in the car. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Afterwards. Um, you have to. And I'll make sure that he drinks lots of soda because it was really way better when he drank a whole t- <laughs> bunch of soda. <laughs> and then was... had to leave to pee immediately. Yeah, <laughs> and he was bouncing off the walls of the car. Um, that was, yeah, so I think it's pretty exciting. I'm almost like, you know when you've been anticipating something for a really long time? Because mm-hmm. this movie has been in the works for years and years, the uh, Infinity yes. War. like. Um. And so been now finding those magic rocks for like a decade. Yeah. And like now I'm kind of like, oh, man, I don't it's not even like excitement. It's almost like I don't want 
I I know things are going to happen that I'm not going to like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there there it, it's not going to please everyone, or at least one person for 100 percent of the time. It's it's oh, I would say it's not like I'm going to be disappointed in the movie. It's more like um like characters are going to get killed off because they keep talking about which characters are going to get killed um, off, and I'm like, oh man. Not because I really care about the movies, but because I like the a lot of the actors' personalities. It's really dumb. Yeah. It's like no. one of my dorkier things, but like people keep speculating that like Captain America is going to die because Chris Evans is always like, I'm out. Yeah. And I don't want him to go because well, number one, I really like him and I like him being part of the franchise. Number two, I'm worried he's going to fall off the face of the planet because he, he's, I think he's pretty hard to cast. Because he's kind of a goofball, but he's super duper handsome. Mm-hmm. Well, I, he definitely and Chris wants, Pratt took his corner. He definitely wants to direct, so maybe he'll he'll be doing some of that. Cool. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. it's a real use of his talents. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. No. I. Sergio and I are going to go see Infinity War mm-hmm. at some point. Oh. Um we're hanging out on thursday night and he's like well let's just go see if we can get tickets and i'm like okay that's you know there's this thing called yeah. the interwebs well i'm we have movie pass so we oh, have to do it same day oh yeah um because i don't want to spend money yeah um so yeah i was like you know these have been on sale for two months right yeah um i i think there might be a chance at some of our lesser known local theaters of getting in at like 11 p.m or something yeah yeah you probably should be okay but, but even if you're not, whatever. yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm willing to wait. It, this yeah. isn't the most important thing in the world to me. Otherwise, I would have spent money on it. Yeah, um, I've, I'm not. I'm, I'm just not a crowds guy. Oh, it sucks. But it was but, really fun to watch. We watched Captain America's Winter Soldier. Uh huh. Accidentally, we went on opening night. Oh, it was one of those bad. where I was like, "Oh, that movie's out, Jack. You want to go see it?" And he was like, "Yeah." And that was, I mean, he was probably too young to see that movie that was the one where in the middle of it he was like can we go and uh, i was like why and he's like captain america isn't wearing his costume i don't want to watch anymore aka the plot of all superhero movies now yeah um so but we got tickets we had the like front row looking straight Ooh, up at the screen okay. tickets and that was that was a little brutal but you know they when falcon appeared like nerds in the back were like whoa and i was like this is really making this movie feel a lot better than it probably is so i hope we don't lose too much of that energy but we probably will yeah i mean well I, that that is one good thing about crowds mm-hmm. like it helps in horror movies when other people are also scared yeah or in comedies when other people are also laughing yeah because we humans are social creatures and we kind of take cues from other people mm-hmm. like you know i mean from drama yeah like if there are other students like watching a play or a one act it's like try to laugh really loud so other people feel comfortable laughing yeah yeah i mean um there's actually a technique to it um when you're seating people for a comedy you want them right on top of each other you don't want them to spread out okay because you'll make them feel like they're surrounded by people and more likely to feel comfortable laughing but in a drama you want them to spread out because they want their privacy to cry oh that makes sense but um the problem is I'm always running around so much and it's really hard for me to convince kids to like tell adults where to sit. Absolutely. Yes. So like I have ushers and I want to tell them like, Hey, don't let anybody sit on the side at first, like for this comedy, like make them all sit in the middle. But so they're not, 
gonna, but, and then you know like, oh, a you parent walks go, in is oh, you want to go back to okay uh, yeah all right okay, okay that's um and you know usually the kids that are the ushers are the kids that are like I'm here so I can see the show for free yeah I don't really care like what do I do here's a program um but yes uh I've I've had a few experiences watching movies where the crowd changed my perception of the movie. And I know for a fact, like my friends that went and saw, uh, what is the, um, episode one of star Wars, uh, the Phantom Menace. Thank you. All of the titles have started to mash together in my head. That's okay. It's kind of my job to know these things now because I work at a DVD place. Yeah. Among other things. But yeah. everyone's like, so what's the uh, the third Pirates movie? And I'm like, here it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I had two friends that like went on opening night, I think. And, you know, they were with all those people that had been camping out for weeks because we were in Westwood. And there were, I mean, there were some people there for a long time. And they were like, oh, my God, it was so good. Like, it was so fun. People were in like lightsaber fights in the aisles. And Aww. it was so fun. And then... Uh, uh, after a few weeks and everybody had like kind of seen it and the reviews had come in and it was like, really, you thought it was that good, huh? And I remember seeing it and being like, um, well, there were a couple of cool scenes. Yeah. The, the pod racing is pretty cool. Oh, uh, I didn't like that part. Okay. <laughs> then Watto's great. I like the part with the guy with the two ended Darth Maul. Yeah. Darth Maul when he had a big fight scene near the end, that was pretty bad. A, I don't want to swear. Okay, that's okay. Jack's in the back seat. Good point. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, uh, no, Infinity War, I'm very excited. For me, it is... Mm-hmm. I mean, could, what you're worried about is from, like, a nerdy perspective, and mm-hmm. what I'm excited about is from a nerdy perspective. Yeah. Because I'm like, how are they going to fit all these people into a movie? Yeah, that's the like, other thing I'm worried about, is that it will just be kind of like, wh- I, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Because they mean, really expanded the universe. I feel like they expanded the universe a lot just in the last year or two. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, they need people to replace the ones whose contracts are coming up. Yeah. So we've got all of the cast of Black Can- Black Panther jumping mm-hmm. in there, plus Doctor Strange. I'm like, Ugh, how's that yeah. going to work? I and love then, that movie, by the way. Doctor Strange or Black Panther? Doctor Strange. Yeah, I, I remember liking it. I, yeah. It didn't make a huge impression on me. No, it's um, just a fun superhero movie. Yeah. And to me, it's more like I had heard people talking about it that were like fan, more fans of it. And they were kind of like, how are they going to do this? Like, it's about magic. How are they going to make this like a like it almost doesn't even work as a comic book. They did a good job. Good yeah, old, that's uh, true. Good old ben- Benedict Cun- Cumberbund was great. Yeah. Benedict Cornrows. Yeah. Corn Cornbread. Cornbread. Um. Honestly, the not not to immediately diss your joke, but those jokes don't really work anymore because like I think everyone knows who Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. is at this point. So it's like, yeah, it's a weird name, but we all know it. Yeah, exactly. God, the first time someone said that to me, they were talking about uh, Sherlock. Yes, and they were like, yeah, and Benedict Cumberbatch is in it, and I was like, hold on. <laughs> That sounded like you made that up. Like, it's like I feel like I ordered this at the Cafe Gratitude. Yeah. Cumberbatch is the problem because it's definitely like it leads you one way and then goes another. So you're like, oh, that's made up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, 
Yeah, so I'm excited about it. I'm like, there's a small part of me that's like, oh, I kind of wish we were going Friday night, but I don't think I could handle it. Um, number one, my Oscars is this weekend. Oh, the draft, the NFL draft. So yeah, and I have now, I now have plans Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. <laughs> I'm going to miss it for the most part, but um, I think I'll, I think I'll figure out a way. I, I can watch it on my phone. I can be okay. that person. Is it? I, I mean, is it kind of? Is it kind of like the Olympics where you can have it on in the background all day, or is it something you oh. actually sit down and like focus on? I mean, back in the day, a lot of why I liked the draft was it usually fell on the Saturday after we closed the musical. Okay, so it was like a tradition for me of like I'm gonna sit around all day, decompress. And, yeah, and back you know back in the day when I was actually directing all the musicals, I was. At work, I, I have old Facebook posts that pop up every year around that time where it's like, hey, I've been at work 28 days in a row. Like, I was not I was not getting a break at all. I was going in every weekend, staying late every day, and I would I would be really worn out. So it was really nice to just, like, sit and watch something that – I mean, the draft is boring. Okay. It is quite literally every 15 minutes they go, we just picked this guy. <laughs> and then for the next 15 minutes, a bunch of guys talk about – well, here's why that's good, and like they t- and you just sit there and it's like I mean it's there's a scroll at the bottom of the screen telling you everything. I mean it's the most boring thing in the world, and I love it. Um, I feel that I've loved some very boring things, but I but I can definitely have it on in the background, and I I think it'll be fine. I'm, yeah, I'm like, especially if you only need to tune in every fifteen minutes or so. Yeah, and it's like there's some intrigue, but I. I, I think I care less than I have in a while because I'm not like my favorite team. I'm not like, oh, what are they going to do? I'm like, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> all right. That's so. kind of how I felt about Best Picture for the Oscars this year. Yeah. I was like, all right. Okay. Yeah. Whoever wins, wins. Exactly. So anyway, um, yeah, so I'm not going Friday night, but uh, I think that would be perfectly fine. Yeah. And I, I really do think I would probably be a little bit miserable if I went opening night, but. It's it's a lot of uh, stimuli. Mm-hmm. It's, who knows? Maybe I wouldn't be. Maybe I would be like, yeah, let's do it. I'm just hoping a little that is left on Saturday. I'm sure it will. Like, Saturday is going to be full of the people who, like, aren't the annoying super fans who mm-hmm. are going to, like, I don't, you know, lightsaber fight mm-hmm. in the hallways and be yeah. like, I need to go to the bathroom. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's going to be the people who care enough that they bought their tickets ahead of time. Yeah. But, like, just missed the cutoff for Friday. Yeah. Like, That's... this whole weekend's going to – everyone – like, I saw Black Panther the Sunday it came out, mm-hmm. like, at 9 p.m., and that mm-hmm. was a great crowd. Oh, cool. They were really primed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I'm hoping the 4 o'clock is, like – because matinees are never that energetic – so I'm just hoping that it's a late matinee so it'll have some energy. I don't know. Hopefully. But I, I've also never bought tickets like days in advance before. This is my first time ever. Ooh. I didn't know that it would be like the exact same as like buying it the day of. Like I was like, how do you do it? Oh, there's a calendar thing. You just swipe a little bit. And then yep. you're there. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> You've got to set up your... Your prayer totem. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, how do you, is there a special website? Nope. Just the same <laughs> movie website. Yeah. Same Fandango. Uh, All yes. right. Okay. So, mm-hmm. pop culture. Yeah. 
Do you want me to tell you about this slasher movie I watched this week? Sure. Because it's summer starting up. Mm-hmm. And um, every week during summer on my blog, I watch a slasher movie that relates to an upcoming uh, theatrical release. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it partially forces me to keep going on my slasher project. Right, right, right. Because I'm trying to watch all the 80s slasher movies. Okay. There's like 400 of them. So sometimes I get discouraged. Mm-hmm. Um, so summer is like my big push on that. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of working ahead of time because I'll be away in Vegas for f- four days. Yeah. Um, so for the release of Overboard, oh, the, I know. We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. I have thematically linked like a blue collar crime story. So I watched this 1988 f- French Canadian horror movie called The Carpenter. Mm-hmm. And it was in English, but it was like it's filmed in Quebec. And it was the craziest thing I've ever seen, Dave. It's about a woman who like goes crazy because her life's really boring and she starts just cutting up her husband's suits. And so there's like a one and a half minute scene of just her snipping away at this fabric and it's kind of satisfying. Okay. And then she gets like hospitalized in the institution and mm-hmm. then she gets released and there's this brand new house that's being built mm. and there's this carpenter played by Wings Hauser who shows up in the middle of the night to keep working. Should I know who Wings Hauser is? Eh, no. He's okay. Cole Hauser's brother. Oh. Yeah. Cole Hauser. Fr- is Cole Hauser who I think Cole Hauser is? I don't know. Was I know Wings Hauser. <laughs> Goodwill Hunting? Maybe. I don't think so. I don't okay. know. I don't know anything. I'm going to look that up. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Keep talking. Um, no, so there's this mysterious carpenter who shows up, and he may or may not be the ghost of the person who built the house, and she kind of starts falling in love with this ghost, maybe dream carpenter, and then when people are mean to her, he murders them with carpentry tools. And at one point, he uses a buzzsaw to cut off a guy's arms like the Black Knight in Monty Python. It was pretty great. I really liked it. It was really trippy and bizarre. Um, anyway, check out my review of that coming out on the first Wednesday in May, I guess. Okay. I don't want to go too far into it. Okay, but I don't here's, here's it. the thing about Cole Hauser. He is the son of Wingshauser. Oh, dang. Okay. I, I'm, nev- I'm not Because I was like, that's not lining up. Well, because okay. you said... 80s, right? It was the 80s? Yeah. Yeah, Cole Hauser's... Uh, yeah, he was in Goodwill Hunting. Oh, okay. He's the, Great. He's the quiet friend. He's the one that's not an Affleck. Okay. That's with them the whole movie. And he's great in it. Um, and then I think they were like, well, he was in this movie. Let's make him an action star. Oh, one big flop. Uh, yipes. <laughs> uh, okay. So that's fun. So let's talk about Overboard and why is it happening. Yeah, that was the better topic. What um, the hell? Uh, yeah. Have you seen the 80s version? I haven't, but I know okay. a lot about the plot, and I know basically everything about it. I just haven't okay. seen it. So it is, to me, it is a classic 80s rental movie where uh-huh. I don't think anybody ever went and saw that movie in the theater. And then you would go to the... Now, remember, this is... Let's go back in time to when you were at the at the will of the of what was left at the video store when your family got there on Friday or Saturday night. Okay. And they only had a certain amount of copies of every movie and they would be checked out for, you know, weeks at a time. It was pre-blockbuster, so you'd be like, "Well, I guess we can rent Overboard again." <laughs> and it was like it was always in the like the people's favorites of the people that worked there. It was like one of the, it was like a little bit of a cult comedy hit. Oh. But it's fine it's not great not a not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination 
Um, and really, I don't feel like it's going to hold up. And also, so we're doing it. The genders are switched. Yes. Well, I mean, because you can't, you cannot do overboard right. in a modern context. No. Because the gender roles and the like weird, really murky, questionable morals of Kurt Russell's character. Yeah. Like those would not play today. No. Still doesn't play. No. Just because she's a girl doesn't make it okay. No. It's creepy. And who's the actor? Who's the guy? Uh, The guy is Eugenio Derbez. Right. Um, And we all know him from... He's a very famous Mexican movie star. Great. He has been trying to cross over in Mm -hmm. America. He did that movie, How to Be a Latin Lover, Mm -hmm. um, that Ken Marino directed, actually, um, from Party Down. Yeah, yeah, no, I know who Ken Marino is. I'm trying to remember the How to Be a Latin Lover. It came out like a year ago, and it looked really bad. Yes, and I always think it's that movie with um, oh, um, Nick. What's his name from uh, all the uh, from from um, Shaun of the Dead? Nick Frost. Nick, Nick Frost did a movie hot, like something Heat, where he's a salsa dancer and he like gives it oh. up and then he comes back and it's with Rashida Jones. Okay, yeah, and yeah. I, it's and I oh, I don't know why I always think that's what the name of that movie is because whatever. The name of that movie is is nonsense. I yeah, think. it is nonsense. Um, um, okay, no, but he he had the biggest the biggest like Spanish language hit in America in like 2013. It was called Instruction Instructions Not Included. Oh yeah, um, and then they did. Is that the one where they remade it with Vince Vaughn? No, that no, was no. that was a French movie. Oh right, right, right. Um, what's Instructions Not Included? It it is a movie I believe about fatherhood. I never okay. saw it. Yeah, and it didn't really reached the broader english speaking audience but, but it was it was it was on netflix for a bit yeah no it, it it was for what it is a very big hit yeah the biggest spanish language hit in a very long time yeah so they're like let's make eugenio derbez a thing in america and he's trying mm-hmm. and that's fine um i have nothing against the guy but like the movies they're putting him in seem very mm-hmm. very bad i just i'm like how's this guy gonna carry this movie and how is like Anna Ferris, who hasn't carried a movie in, I mean, when was House Money? Oh, like 2008? If even that. I mean, it's been a long time since she's carried a movie. I just don't think she, ugh. The, and the I, thing, she's perfectly lovely. I think she's a nice human being. I'm very sad about her and Chris Pratt not being together anymore. And also his Twitter account is very clearly. Manufactured. <laughs> the, uh no, it's just like the account of somebody that is like something has not like he's broken or he's snapped, but he's just like disconnected from Hollywood in a big way. Oh, he's constantly showing himself like I want to say like milking cows and stuff. Like he's like out on a farm doing oh. farmer stuff because that's I think that's kind of how he is. Is one of those guys? Yeah. So he's just like his Twitter account has just. It used to be. A lot more Hollywood, and now it's just, like, him working with Animal, like, out on a farm. And then, like, lately he just keeps liking this um, account called, like, Support Our Military. Yeah. And that so that keeps popping up in my timeline. I'm like, this is heavy. I don't know, man. I'm sad about it. Yeah, me me too. Because I, I like both of them. Mm-hmm. Chris Pratt less because... Mm-hmm. You know, if I have a choice between a straight white guy and mm-hmm. a straight white woman, oh, right? I will always choose the woman. Yeah, because you're what genderist. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, no, because the world is genderist and straight yeah. men are terrible. You've got it. Oh, I got it. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm here. As Look, a the representative fact that I, of straight the fact white that men. I tolerate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, no, I, but just like he's I, to backtrack on that. Mm-hmm. I love everybody. I know you everybody's do. great. I know. Um, I'm exaggerating, but like he's a very basic type of straight white man, in that oh. he's like he's very charming and he's funny, mm-hmm. but he's in his personal life or in the things that he writes, it's like he's gonna talk about guns and hunting and mm-hmm. God. And God and all that stuff. And you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't re- respond to any of those yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and Anna Ferris just seems awesome. Yeah. I uh, I have it on good authority that Chris Pratt is pretty awesome in person. Yeah. No, I, I'm sure he, he seems incredibly mm-hmm. nice and yeah. chill and yes. warm and other mm-hmm. uh, redundant uh, slang terms. Right. Well, and I, I mean... I, there's part of me that has a hard time separating him from the character on Parks and Rec. Yeah. But also, like, the trajectory of that character, how he was, like, cast as somebody that you weren't supposed to like, and he's so inherently likable that they ended up changing his character completely so that you could like him. Yeah, he instead of dirtbag boyfriend, he was, yeah. like, lovable goofus. Yeah, but he started as dirtbag boyfriend. Yeah. But also, then, remember, he was living in the pit? <laughs> <laughs> I love that part where she's like, are you living? He's like, no. <laughs> uh, and then he doesn't he dive into it or something. Anyway. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. That, you know, we've, we had our discussion about Hollywood couples and that was one that I'm like, I'm a little sad. Also, she has a podcast. Yes. That is very much like about relationships. Oh, so I haven't, I tried listening to it and it, was a little bit it's like wait two celebrities are talking about relationships i don't know that i can do this i do i have trouble with that kind of thing yeah she's like let me it's like basically a a relationship advice thing and i'm like ooh, i don't know and especially now i'm like oh boy but she i think it's called anna ferris's unqualified unqualified or whatever yeah so i i guess that rings true or Mm -hmm. no yeah um No, but the, I, I listened to a podcast called Homophilia, which is um, like interviews with gay celebrities about relationships and dating and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, and I do enjoy it, but also I fail to connect to so many of the people because they are, if not incredibly famous, at least like in the Hollywood circles. Yeah. And it's like, I don't relate to your life at all. Yeah. They live on a different planet. It's yeah. really a hard thing. Um we were talking a little bit off air about my former student who came in to visit my class. Yes. And that was a really refreshing thing when she came in. I, I hadn't talked to her. She graduated 10 years ago and I haven't really been in contact with her other than like watching, you know, the way we all do on Facebook where you kind of feel like you've kept, kept in touch with someone and then you realize you haven't actually, you've just watched them post pictures. You've just seen yeah. their pictures posted. So she kept being like, oh, this so-and-so's engaged. I'd be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I saw the... <laughs> Facebook just kills conversation yeah, in so many It really takes ways. the wind out of yeah. revelations. Yeah, like, oh, so-and-so is this. And I'm like, yeah, I saw <laughs> the picture. No. Um, so, she, But she was still very down-to-earth. And then she spoke enough. I mean, she did dish some dirt. But then there was... we. Uh, the class was like really into it. She was like telling us stuff. And then after a while it was like, I was like, can we wash the taste out of her mouth? Can you tell us about some good P 
people and she gave us kind of a list of people that were really awesome and some of them you were like yeah i believe that um but uh it was it's like there are the people that fully buy into hollywood and are just like yes i i am of greater importance to you because i'm famous yes and i have a real problem i it's i have a, i always have a problem with a lack of self awareness that's always the thing that drives me the most crazy in people. Um, so when someone is really famous, I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow is the perfect example <laughs> where she's like got that website and goop. Yeah. And which I'm, that name is so self unaware, unself aware too. Yeah. Well, I mean, originally it sounded like it was going to be like, Hey, I'm just like a mom trying to figure things out and I'm going to, but then everything on there is like a kajillion dollars. And, and she just, you know, it's like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I always talk about like when I'm hanging out cause I don't make a lot of money. I don't know if you know this school teachers were not paid very much. That's cause you're not famous. Dave. Right, right, right. Um, and also what we do is unimportant. Like we're not as important as someone that stands in front of a camera for a couple hours a day. Yeah. That, that is intensely frustrating. Yeah. Moving um, on. <laughs> so, uh, I will hang out with people that just are unaware of their life and how it's not normal. And they'll just say things like complaining about, you know, um, like, like my my outdoor pizza oven isn't exactly how I want it. And you're like, or like my masseuse's, my daily masseuse's hands are a little cold. Yeah. Like these little things. And you're like, I want to live on that planet where that's my worry. Like, cool. <laughs> I'm like, jeez. But there are people like that. They, ju- they just get, you get it. And. For the most part, it's really hard to to keep everything in perspective at all times. It's one of the harder things to do. It's like what leads to most tension in life. And it's like the inability to keep things in perspective because nothing is really that big a deal. Unless yeah. like life or death, you know, for the most part, keeping perspective is, is really hard. But when someone has zero perspective and zero ability to see something from someone else's point of view, it's like, what's wrong with you? Um, so, like, when I hear certain celebrities talk and they're just like, like, I um, I was really into Chris Hardwick's podcast. Nerdist. The Nerdist, which is now not called Nerdist anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's, follow it anymore. It's called, and it w- used to be really cool because he was kind of, like, struggling, but he had, he built this, like, mini empire. But now he has, a, like, a legitimate empire and he's constantly working and... He has complete, he's completely changed. And the things he talks about that are like, oh, that's so cool, are like, Chris, this is not really, he's like, oh, yeah, because he collects like um, Disney, like the original cells from Disney cartoons and stuff, which is like a cool hobby. But then he'll talk about how much each one costs. And you're like, he's like, yeah, it's only like, this one was only like $500. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Only 500, please. It was a steal. Like, don't do that and that's that's and i i like i've tried to get back into his podcast i can't he's like a changed human he's like yeah like his perspective yeah shifted yeah um he became like a media mogul um except i feel like most of his stuff isn't really happening anymore but i don't know i feel like he shows that walking dead after show yeah but he did have at midnight oh, yeah, that, and all that the after shows of everything and then he was doing a game show 
And what was cool, it was like you were watching someone like, oh, wow, he really struggled for a long time and he had overcome alcoholism and like, wow, this is so neat. And now it's like he's married to Lydia Hurst. Is she? Re- uh, who's that? You know, Hurst Castle. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's, I was thinking Patty Hurst. And that's like, her daughter. Oh, okay. Patty Hurst is her mom. Oh, so Good like for him. he has. So he's just like, oh, my girlfriend's so cool. Like, and you're like, she's like a rich supermodel. She's a rich model. I don't. I, this is not the guy that. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, and then we went to Japan and then we were doing that. I'm like, oh, OK. All right. This is not like you can't keep talking about your life. It's not fun to listen to anymore. Like, I don't know. You know, it started out, that podcast started out as, like, him and his two friends. One of them was still working at the Apple store. Really? Yeah. And now they're all three have had a bunch of success, which is cool, but, like, you can't... Listening to them is, like, a very different thing. It's not... It's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, and that's the exact problem that I have with that dating podcast, where it's like, you're just on a totally different plane of experience, Mm -hmm. and I don't... It... It sucks to because rich people are human too, mm-hmm. but it's like so hard to care about their problems mm-hmm. because you're like, but you can pay for things. Yeah, I mean, usually it's it's one thing to compare complain about problems that everybody deals with. It's when they complain about problems that you're like, I'm never going to experience this problem. Well, you know, we went to this famous restaurant and. But, but you know, like, and they didn't have our table, like at that kind of level of yeah. complaining, where you're like, okay, so you just don't appreciate anything. Got it? But like, you know, everyone can feel anxiety, depression, heartbreak, yeah, all exactly. those things. Those are all relatable. Yeah, but it, that that particular, I mean, I went into great detail about that particular podcast, but it's like other things I've experienced where it's just like, yeah, I, I can't, I can't relate to that, like. I, yeah, you have everything's being handed to you. Just stop complaining. Just be happy. But I think we complain is a natural state. Yeah, that's true. Um, I do have kind of a story of me experiencing that mm-hmm. like shift of perspective um, from the convention that I went to. Oh, cool. Um, because I am a such a microscopic part of the horror community, but I'm part of the horror community. Yeah. So I've volunteered at a lot of conventions or like been able to like grift my way into them in a certain way where it's like, Oh, I'm working for this. Like I, I get signed on as part of a booth that I'm not necessarily working, but I get to like go in for free and walk around or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I went to this convention, it was spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. Like that morning, I decided, and I didn't know anyone specifically who was there. Mm-hmm. So this was the first time I had waited in line for one, and I was like, oh, oh this is what yeah. the the like the plebes, the regular people have yeah. to go through. And I was like, I didn't know I was like yeah. being privileged in some way mm-hmm. necessarily. Like I figured you could just get in pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, I've definitely ignored a large part of this experience and yeah. I'm kind of glad that I did it even though it sucked. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was like, it was more, I hate the word grounding, mm-hmm. but like, it was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Th- there's definitely other mm-hmm. things you have to think about other people's experiences. Yeah. Oh my God though. Yeah. The word humbling when celebrities use it, mm. they do not use it right. No. They're like, oh my God, you all love me. This is so humbling. And I'm like, actually. Nope. It is the opposite. Yeah. It's, 
I hate that word so much. Oh God, I wish I could remember exactly what happened. But Tom Cruise on when he was on Inside the Actors Studio did it was like the best example of um of that kind of thing where he's like he's like talking to the students and he's like watch me be relatable oh god and it's like you know that the, the chat after where they're asking him questions and he's like no like you guys are the real you're really important not me man oh yeah like what but by saying that he's saying like i know i'm important like i'm yeah. important I like, know it is assumed look- that I'm important. Yeah. But, like, no, what I'm saying, or just, it was something like that. And I just remember being like, yuck. Yuck. You're so phony. Um, oh. <laughs> I dropped my phone. I bet Tom Cruise has dropped his phone. You mm-hmm. can relate to that. Yeah. Okay, wait. Okay. I had a thing. Okay. I had a, I had a topic. Sure. Hey. Um, The movie Crazy Rich Asians is coming oh. out. Oh. I would love to talk about that as two white people, but also, yeah. yes. I mean, I think it's awesome. Yes. Constance Wu is, is heading it up, which makes me happy, and Michelle Yeoh, and they're both awesome. Yeah, Constance Wu deserves, she deserves a leading comedy role, and I'm so happy that there is any property out there that can give her that. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's like, oh, hey, yeah, uh, there's a whole lot of of that that we've been missing out on where like it's like... Well, Black Panther happened, so racism's over. Like, uh-huh. like it's all equal now, and it's like, well, there's still a lot of unrepresented groups. Yeah, and... no, in, in the eyes of Hollywood, racism is just black people. Yeah, and they don't even notice that they're not serving these other communities. Yeah, and well, um, there's Mindy Kaling, and then um, that other girl that was in that one movie. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that one. She was good. Yeah. Um, no, Crazy Rich Asians, it looks like an okay romantic comedy. It's fine with me. Which is exactly what we, the white people have been given mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. But also, it looks very fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it looks like Fifty Shades of Grey, minus the sex. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, the concept, like, a, a regular woman is dating a fabulously wealthy man yeah and having to like that culture shock of experiencing his world oh this totally ties into what we were just talking about, How about yeah that? that's awesome yeah exactly look at us good work we did it without planning but yeah without planning Whatever. brennan screw you <laughs> um it does look really fun and i love constance Wu, and i'll be first in line that's to see awesome. that movie yeah yeah i'm excited that that's happening um i don't know that i will see it but that's not because it's starring Asian people. It's because it's a movie and I don't see very many movies. Yeah, exactly. Out in theaters. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, gotta I'll, deal with uh, other people. I'll report back. From, can't go on my phone. From the front lines. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh. Okay. Damn, there was another thing. Oh. So you got Paddington too? I did. I have it on Blu-ray. Uh-huh. I assume you've been looking at my nonstop Instagram posts about Paddington too. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so fun to follow. But yeah, I, I don't know how I don't have it already. Um, I love that movie. It's so good. It's so good. Let's talk about Paddington too. Okay, I'm very happy to do we that. We have so much, so many deep things to say. Like, it's really good. Yeah, well, I it's mean. It's really good. I love it. it it's It's a... Almost entirely, the franchise is like just so sweet and sincere in mm-hmm. a wholly like morally unobjectionable way. Yeah, about like let's just love all people, mm-hmm. and Paddington brings people together, <laughs> and everybody loves him. Everybody loves Paddington, and, and 
And also, and also, Paddington Two is a little bit about the prison industrial complex and how that's a bad thing. Yeah, um, but in a really sweet and charming way. Yeah, it's well. There's something about it. I can't. It's just so well made. It's so well, it's so beautifully shot. Yes. First of all, um, and like I, I always tell you, like I don't look at that stuff. Um, oh boy. Uh, and the other thing is like, there's the comedy in it. Like, I think I've talked about this, like the comedy in it is like a little bit predictable, but they do it. They do it so much better. Yeah. It, it's the fact that it's so earnest about it mm-hmm. kind of makes it better. Or like yeah. the way that Sally Hawkins commits to her performance mm-hmm. as Paddington's mom. Yeah. Um, and the like just weird neurotic aspects of her personality yeah and i mean i think it's i think part of it is the characters are pretty well developed yes so that when they're when they're experiencing these crazy things the shenanigans that paddington gets into you like laugh not just because it's like oh my gosh i can't believe that's happening but you're also like enjoying their characters individual reactions to the thing yes and like and nobody has the same reactions to his shenanigans which i think adds and he's so stinking cute he's so cute he's so cute i i actually i have a paddington 2 poster framed that i'm gonna put up in my apartment when i move into the apartment um because i mean because i movie pass i have so many edwards regal reward points so i got the poster for free but i had to pay for shipping doesn't matter Mm -hmm. but i have it now and it's very exciting um and paddington 2 on blu-ray yeah so good Mm -hmm. um I Paddington has brought so many people together. Mm-hmm. I'm, are you aware of the app Slack? I am. I don't understand it. It's yeah. It's kind of lame. It's like a chat room for people who work together. Yeah. So it's like a coworker chat room, and I'm like, isn't this just isn't this just like group texting? Yeah, I don't but understand why you would need. I, I never understand that. I think it, it it counteracts like those weird people who still have like limits on texts. Yeah. And things like that. But and there's also GroupMe. We use GroupMe at school. Okay. But it's also, also it can be international. Okay. Um, and things like that. So there are reasons to use it if there's mm-hmm. like, because most websites I've worked at, there's at least been someone up in Canada and like their mm-hmm. text rates would be through the roof if they were on a group text yeah. with a bunch of Americans. Yeah. Um, but so it, it works for that, I guess. I don't know mm-hmm. why people who like all work in one American office would use it. Yeah. But that's how it works. Anyway, I'm on one for the horror website that I work at. And we were all talking about Paddington. That's amazing. And it was so good. And That's so good. That's I, so good. I did not get the same level of enthusiasm when I brought up the boss baby a couple of days earlier. Okay. Um, so Paddington really has eliminated all boundaries. Yeah. I just love it. I love that I like told you about it and you're like okay well i'll give it a shot yeah that it was the that was the best recommendation so far from yeah yeah um and it wasn't even part of our established routine i know i know which we'll get to shortly we will yeah um but yeah i'm so glad you brought that shocking revelation to me and exposed me to this whole world Mm -hmm. of paddington i I mean believe me i'm forced to sit through a lot of kids movies and so am i but for different reasons okay sergio is a child at heart oh okay but I'm not I'm not somebody that like will hate a kids movie. I, I like kids movies plenty. Um, but you know, like Finding Dory, I was like, all right. And yeah. Like a lot of people were like, oh my god, it's so good, and I was like, it's fine. Yeah, for me, I was like, it's fine <laughs> <laughs> because I did 
any scene with baby Dory, I would only cry because oh. she's so adorable. Yes. But the rest of the movie, I was like, eh. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, but like Paddington, I just remember being like, we were in the theater and I was like, I want to own this movie now. Yeah. And like, it was one of the first movies I ever bought on Amazon, like the digital way, you know, that I don't really believe in, but now all of my movies are digital yep. because I'm like, we're living in well, the I could, I could wait five days for it to get here, or I could just have it on my TV right now for the same price. Yep. And when we, you know, if I'm traveling with Jack and he's like, I'm bored, I could be like, here's an iPad. Here's a movie on it. Like, I mean, stream it, but whatever. Yeah. So. Um, no, yeah, that that's so incredible. And because, like, kids' movies, there are ones that do transcend. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is for the entire world, mm-hmm. and that is Paddington. Yes. Um, should we go into our trust falls segment? Um. Uh. Yeah, I think so. I think that now the time has arrived. Yeah, we've been talking for forty-five minutes. I should. Ne- I should never worry about our I ability just, to talk. I just. It's like every time you're like, but what will we talk about? And I'm like, ha- this is why we started a podcast was because we can't stop talking to each other. And I was like, we might as well record it. Yeah, that's true. Jeez. I, I just. I need structure, man. I understand. Um, which is why at least we have a segment. So yeah. in case things go off the rails, I can be like, I know what this is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so every time we recommend something for the other person to some pop culture for the other person to consume over the mm-hmm. two week break between episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, did you finish the movie that I recommended? I to absolutely you? did. I watched the whole thing. T- not at work today. Yes. I wasn't ignoring my students and watching a movie in class. No, not at all. That's not that doesn't all. sound like you at all. I try. Um, Here's the thing: I have an hour between my meeting ending and school starting on Wednesday, and I was like, "I got it. That'll be. It's a 90 minute movie. I'll just have to watch. I can watch like a few minutes each period." And then I texted you. It was. It would. I think there was a little scratch probably. or something. So my computer did that thing where you know you can hear it when it's playing, and it's like, ee. yeah, and you're like, uh oh. And then all of a sudden it was like, ee. and I was oh, like, no. oh no, and it just was like done, and the windows closed, like everything closed down, and I went, oh no, oh boy. And so I couldn't get it back to the point that I was, and it kept starting over and starting over and starting over, and then I, I outsmarted it, and I got. Okay, so you you got the whole yeah. I had to go like way ahead and then go back and then it would let me do it. Okay, so I got the whole thing. I think I missed like thirty seconds of a scene. Uh, those are probably pretty vital thirty seconds. Yeah. Um. No. Okay. So you did see it. I did. Okay. Uh, the movie I recommended to you was In a World. In a world. Uh, In a world. Directed by and starring Lake Bell. Yes. What did you think? I really liked it. Okay, great. I only cried a couple times. <laughs> That that's a good mark. I mean, so it's funny enough that you weren't sobbing one hundred percent. Yeah, no, I um, I mean, granted, I didn't get enough sleep last night, so most things make me cry on those days, which is why I cry all the time because I never sleep enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really liked it. It was really funny. I mean, it happened to have a bunch of people in it that I like. You know, those people that I don't e- you don't even know how much you enjoy their performances. You just root for them. Yeah. I, there's a bunch of people in that movie that I feel that way about. Um, like, I love Ken Marino. I always want him to have success. Oh, he's so good. And he's, his characters are always so... Well, this one was a different character for him, I think. Y- yeah. Yeah. He's usually... I mean, he's played all kinds of things. But yeah, he tends to be a little dopier than this guy. But he got to do that great dopey moment at the end, which I loved. Where he's like, I don't give me, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. 
<laughs> yeah. I was like, that's that was perfect, Ken Marino. Um uh and I love Dimitri Martin. Yeah, that that's I really like, like him one a of lot. the only things I've seen him in that is like a movie. Yeah. He's done some stuff. He there was one it was like right as he was taken off, like he had a Comedy Central show. It was in that era where every comedian was getting their own show, like sketch comedy show. Yeah. Um and he got one and it was really funny. Yeah, I liked his show. I saw that. And then he got that movie that was like um, outside Woodstock or something. Oh, yeah. And he was the lead in that, and it did not do well. And I feel like that really derailed his career. But that was one of those movies where I was like, that movie looks like so much fun. I have no idea what it's about. And I don't think anybody's going to – like, why would they make that movie? But um, I don't know. I really like him. I loved his relationship with Lake Bell in that. They were so perfectly dorky. Oh my god, <laughs> god! They were so good. They had so many great things. That when they're both like, he's trying to see if she's going to the party, and she's trying to see if he's going to the party, and they can't quite hear each other, and they both get the wrong impression. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, that was really cute. Uh, I really liked it. Um, and I love. Um, is it Michaela Watkins? Uh, yeah, her yeah. sister, and um. Oh no! I was so close. I almost got all the names. Yeah, I was very impressed. Uh, Honestly, like Rob Cordry? Cordry. Yeah, Rob Hubel's name got in my way, and that's not Rob Hubel. He always does that. Yeah, different, different guy. But yeah, Rob Cordry. I love Rob Cordry in this movie. I thought he was so good, and it yeah, wasn't yeah, really. A... And the, they have like the more dramatic part of that story because mm-hmm. it is uh, just. You know, um, it's about a lady who's trying to break into like voiceover artistry for movie trailers. Yeah. Um, but she's her sister, right? Michaela Watkins plays her sister. Yeah. And uh, she and her husband have like kind of a contentious marriage for a little bit of it. Yeah, but he's so, his. <laughs> the, I wrote down a couple things, and I don't even need to check it because it was like three things, and then I was like, "Oops, I forget." But um. The <laughs> when he says, "Are you excited or trying to fart?" and that that is my exact sense of humor. Good, yeah. So I really loved it. I really like little cute indie comedies like this, where the like the writing's really tight and mm, it's, it's and sharp, it's gentle, and, and yeah, um, yeah. There's no like, here comes a big gross out moment because that's funny. Like, there's no, there wasn't a lot of like, I don't know. Just pushing for laughs. There's a lot of like natural comedy. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. That's so good. Did yeah. you like Eva Longoria in it? Oh yeah, she was really funny. Yeah, I just thought she was playing herself. Yeah, but I mean, and that's like less impressive now because there are so many people who have done that, like Neil Patrick Harris and yeah. James Vanderbeek in that one show. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, she plays herself as exactly that vapid, clueless person that we've talked about yeah but in a way where you're like oh she's not like that at all yeah um i just i thought she was really funny in it. yeah um yeah i'm That's so good. glad you liked it yeah it was really fun to watch i have to remember to return it to you it's in my bag okay i will <laughs> try to remember it as well also it's on hulu if anybody's listening you have hulu right isn't it on hulu oh yes uh yeah it was it's streaming on hulu yeah, yeah yeah so you can watch it on hulu if you have hulu yes that's fun to say yeah I mean, part of my intention of this is not just for us to recommend things for each other. It's so other people hear us, like, talking about new things. And maybe, you know, the seven people that listen to this podcast will try some of those things out. I think it's, like, 30. 
Yeah. So it's yeah. pretty good. I know that for a fact that one of the things we talked about, somebody contacted me and was like, I tried that out because you guys kept talking about really? it. Really? Yeah. Do you remember what thing it was? It might have been Paddington. Oh, I mean, that should be. Yeah. If there's one thing you take away from our show... Yes. Just to watch Paddington. I think our recommendation, uh, there's a standing recommendation at all times for each other to watch Paddington again. Yes. One and two. <laughs> I am very excited to watch part two again. Yeah. Um, but anyway, my recommendation that you had for last week, mm-hmm. that makes no sense. I said it bad. But yeah. you told me to watch The Good Place. I did. I promised to watch two episodes, mm-hmm. and I watched seven episodes. Yeah. I, I do really like it. Yeah. I knew I would. Yeah. But I just never like committed the mm-hmm. time to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, it is interesting because like it's a it's a network sitcom with like a reasonably big budget. Yeah, like it's a very effects heavy comedy, mm-hmm. which is kind of unusual. Yes, um, a lot of it's very unusual for a network it's sitcom. Very unusual, except for the fact that like it still is working exactly within the constraints of a network sitcom, even though it is very unusual. Okay. Um, like the plot and the story is unusual. It's very effects driven. Mm-hmm. It's very the plot is very ethics driven. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of ethical quandaries mm-hmm. that it ponders. Mm-hmm. Um, but the like there there are only a couple sets and they're very fakey sets mm-hmm. because it's set in this like in the good place, which is a version of the afterlife. It's mm-hmm. basically heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sets don't have to be real. It's super real. It's mm-hmm. like more than real because it's like a perfect, yeah. pristine. Like, like the town center that they always walk through. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Like the little fountain and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it feels like a fake Disney version of the world, mm-hmm. but that's exactly where it's set. Yeah. And it makes sense. Yes. And also the way that they get around not being able to cuss is oh. so good. Isn't it great? Because, um, like, the the con the conceit is that, like, the world itself doesn't allow you to cuss. Like, mm-hmm. the good place doesn't. Yeah. So instead of the F word, everyone is just kind of forced to say fork. Yeah. And that's such a clever way of creating a world but and adding a le- level of grittiness but mm-hmm. still working as a sitcom. Yes. <sighs> it's so good. It is so good. And I always think that Kristen Bell is at her best when she's doing R-rated comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is as close as she can get within that those constraints. Mm-hmm. And the character she plays is a terrible person, mm-hmm. which is, again, like the conceit of the show is her trying to learn to be better, but also she doesn't really want to, mm-hmm. but she has to in order to not be sent to the bad place. Right. Um, where I just got to the episode where Adam Scott shows up. And he's very Oh, good. my God. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I've been really enjoying it. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. I love uh Tahani, mm-hmm. who's her like a mm-hmm. her neighbor who's like really pompous yes. and fancy and brittle in all these interesting ways. Oh, and um, the way she name drops? Yes. <laughs> like she tr- she doesn't she doesn't drop anybody's full name and she always makes it sound like she's just not trying to name drop but it's always like I was hanging out with my friends Kanye and Jay-Z no, and wait, wait. Oh. I, the, ju- ju- the episode I just watched she yeah. was talking about like this is more morti- this is more mortifying than when my friend Taylor got interrupted by my friend Kanye who was yes. supporting my best friend Beyonce. Yes. So good. So good. By the way, that actress who okay. plays Tahani is not really an actress. She was like what? an author, model, 
maybe radio personality. What? But she'd never really done any acting. But she's so good. She's so good. And she's got a real cool Instagram thing going. Oh. Where she is trying to help um, people. She She's basically like... It's the idea is like how much do you weigh? Instead of saying how much do you weigh, you say all the great qualities about yourself. So okay. I weigh, I have a steady job, and I have and I yeah like, mom, funny and I, and yeah yeah yeah. Caring. So you like list instead of saying like my weight is this. Ooh, it's okay. really cool. It's really powerful. But she's had some issues where you know of course there's like a dumb backlash because there's always a dumb backlash. Yeah, like she's trying to be positive, and people are like well some people that work out all the time and are proud of their weight like that they're probably trying to be positive, and it's like okay. But that's yeah, not exactly. What she's saying. So she had to like apologize for something. I was dumb, but it's been really cool to watch that. Um, and actually, all of them are really fun to follow on Instagram or oh, Twitter okay. if you have that. Uh, there, there's a lot of like they show a lot of like pictures of of all of them hanging out. Oh, uh, yeah, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been really enjoying it. Yeah, she's been a standout for mm-hmm. me. I really like everybody. Ted Danson is great. Ted Danson's amazing in the show. Oh yeah, um, no, but Tahani, there was another like the the humble bragging of everything is something that oh. really, I really respond to. Oh my god, it's so um, good! It's so good. And literally, there's a part where she's looking at her diary, and her diary has a foreword by Malala. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, no, but she's talking about like a re- she's like this event was a disaster. Mm-hmm. Like everything specific plot things who's like oh this didn't work and this failed and everybody hated this and my hair is barely cascading down my shoulders <laughs> and it's so good yes um yeah i'm really enjoying it good and oh i also love how um okay this is i'm gonna pull out some uh, entertainment industry lingo okay um are you you're aware of a cold open is mm-hmm. i assume yeah i know what a cold which open. is like the opening of a sitcom before the theme song. Right. And it's like when it usually doesn't relate to the rest of the show, but it it's anything that happens before credits roll. It's like, yeah. Cold open. Yeah. Um, but like on the office, they always have good cold. open. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but the opposite of a cold open, the little tag at the end of a show, mm-hmm. that's also a minute and not always super related. That's called a hot switch. Okay. Um, because that's the part that's supposed to send you like hurtling into the next show in the lineup yes. into their cold open. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, what's this show? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the purpose of that. But their hot switch is always – there's always something like really incredibly important going on. Mm-hmm. Like it is jam-packed with plot from start to finish. Yes. So like while the end credits – like the ending logo is like we're finished and then all of a sudden in the last seconds like something incredible happens. And you're like, yeah. how are they cramming all of this it's in? It's so good. Yeah. It's so well done. It's very good. Yeah. I enjoyed it very much. Mm-hmm. And a very diverse cast as well and I'm mm-hmm. always into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They did a great job. What's his name? Manny Jacinto? That plays uh, um, Jun-y- Jun-y- What's his name? I don't know yet. I'm still learning everybody's names. Okay. Uh, yes. Who plays the Buddhist yes. character? He's the, yes. He's very funny. He's amazing. But all, like, he's so just. He's like, I don't want to like spoil too much. Yeah, but, it's like, hard. It's a hard show to talk about. Without yeah. Spoiling. But like, he's kind of like. Uh, Joey Tribbiani 10 seasons into Friends. Uh-huh. Like a little unbelievable, but so funny. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and I, 
this is like I'm definitely gonna finish this season. I think the second season's on Netflix. Maybe I think it just showed up on Netflix. Yeah, but I'm not positive. So this is definitely if not. It's on Hulu. Okay. Cool. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. Or it's on the NBC app. But yeah, it's somewhere. I, it's easy to watch. Yeah, this is one where like I am, because I did see the first episode and fell off, but at this point, I'm just going to keep going and I'm going to do my best to finish it and like catch up with it. Mm-hmm. Unlike Legion, which like I really enjoyed, but it's an hour long. It's tough. And I have to pay for it. Um, oh, why do you have to pay for it? Well, I don't have whatever it's streaming on. Season one is on Hulu. I don't have Hulu. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. I thought you had it. No, I, I my mean, parents had it. No, okay. I briefly had access to it, but through like someone else, but they okay. stopped paying for it. Oh man. And okay. yeah, yeah. So I don't personally have. I can access most things that yeah. are on Hulu. Not not through illicit means, but like I. Somebody has a password. Yeah, I can yeah, I know get to things. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I don't personally have it. Mm-hmm. So, and Le- so Legion is one that I do want to follow up on, but that's like more of a like a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. And the good place is like, yeah, I'm fully okay, invested good. now, and I'm gonna good. keep going. Okay. Okay. So, do you want do you want to, what's your recommendation for me for next time? Well, you, uh, my recommendation was that, like you need to just keep going with the good place. Okay. Yeah, oh, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I you have to that. you have to finish season one at the very least. Okay, I can do that. And then you're probably gonna have to start season two. Once season one ends. I mean, yeah, but like two weeks, <laughs> like I, I am well, going to be gone for four days. I know. So, it's, um, how many episodes is it? It's only like. there's It's 13 episodes a season, yeah. which is also something I like very much. Yeah. Uh, sitcoms. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's so perfectly done. Yeah. So d- you've seen season two? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you liked it the mm-hmm. same? Okay, cool. It gets better. Okay, cool. Because, well, my my mom didn't love the first two episodes of season two. Okay. Um, so I was like, oh, there must be like a pretty important change. Mm-hmm. And usually I can roll with that. So I wasn't like worried, mm-hmm. but I wanted to make sure you Stick also Stick with it. Oh, I will. I will. I will. That's really great. Um, through. Okay, cool. So that's your recommendation. Oh, yeah. I'm Just happy with that. Just keep going as far as you can. I can at least do the end of season one. Okay, Because cool. I'm already halfway through. Yeah. Um, and I will do my best to continue past that. It really, I mean, it's one of those things that I think there was a day where um, it was raining up north when we were up there. And we just like sat around hanging out with the family and all of a sudden we had finished season one like <laughs> from, from what I was like, mom, you need to experience the show. And she was like, okay. And we started watching. She's like, oh, it's cute. And I was like, stick with it. And then, yeah. So you gotta, you gotta do that. Okay, cool. And then I can't wait to talk to you about it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Once we can actually talk about it. Cause there is a lot that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my recommendation to you is streaming on Hulu. Um, oh, cool. It's as always, I try to pull out something that I like very much that I don't talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like, you know, broaden people's perspectives of mm-hmm. me. But also, like, it's not like, oh, watch Paddington 2. Because, like, we talk about it. We've talked it. It's impossible to talk about Paddington too much. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not expanding any horizons or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or for the podcast, at least. Yeah. So what I want to recommend to you mm-hmm. is a Cartoon Network miniseries. Okay. Called Over the Garden Wall. Mm. Um, it's ten episodes. So okay. that was a weird way to say that. Ten episodes. Um, I at least I'm gonna request that you watch five of them. They're okay. ten minutes long. Like I, ten, mm, twelve. I don't minutes. have that kind of time. Bro. Okay. Um, it's blocked at school, so it's gonna be tough. Hulu is everything. 
oh, okay. everything enjoyable is. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I like I recognize that you are busy, so I didn't mm-hmm. like. Oh, all, fine. Yeah, altogether the whole thing's only like two hours. How inappropriate is it? It is. It is for children. Okay, so I could watch it with Jack. Yeah, you can watch it with Jack. And that it makes it really easy. Which yeah, I think <laughs> I didn't want to make that part of my recommendation, yeah. but like I think that might make it better. Yeah, if he likes it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's the. To my knowledge, the first animated television miniseries ever. Okay. Um, yeah, it's 10 episodes. I, I don't know how I... <laughs> What's going why on? Why can't I say that? It's <laughs> 10 short episodes. It's so good, though. <laughs> it's so good. You've suddenly forgotten the way <laughs> episodes is pronounced. I, episodes. I can't Wait, even... Let me say it right. Episodes? Nope. 10 <laughs> episodes. There it is. I think it... Um, I, it just kind on my phone? Maybe. I don't know why you're asking me. I'm talking to myself. I don't. I don't know why I don't. I will. Yeah. Well, there, there's a lot of great guest voices on the show. Okay. Um, one of the leads is Elijah Wood. Oh, cool. Um, who lately has been making a lot of really interesting He makes decisions. really interesting choices. I don't think he's a very good actor, but he makes interesting choices. Okay. He's good in this. Okay, good. I mean, it's a um, voice. He, he's got a good voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, And I don't. I'm not going to give you too much about the plot, but just for the people listening, it's basically about two brothers. They're mm-hmm. young. One's like sort of like at the very, very cusp of puberty. So probably like mm-hmm. 13 and the other one's like eight. Like he's a child. Oh, okay. And it's, they're wandering through the woods and it's kind of like a fairy tale. And you, I don't think there's a lot of context for where they are at first. You kind of figure that out. Um, but that's kind of what it's about. Cool. And it's, um, it can get a little macabre at times, but not scary. Okay, like a lo- like a lot of the best older children's entertainment, where mm-hmm. you wa- you watch it now and you're like, oh, that's messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's totally appropriate for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found it like really artistic and literary and interesting, and I liked it a lot. And I want to hear what you think about it. Okay. Like literally, I was last night. I was driving home from work, and I was like, what should I recommend to Dave? And it's mm-hmm. just popped into my head like a little soap bubble mm-hmm. and I hadn't thought about it in a long time. And I was like, no, this is perfect. Especially like, cause we were talking about Paddington, which is like a kid's property that's, mm-hmm. you can appreciate at any age, like from yes. any context. And I think this is very similar to that. Okay, cool. Not in tone necessarily, but like in terms of like, it's just really interesting mm-hmm. and it's like, I'm excited. Yeah. It's I like some, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's something artistic that came out of Cartoon Network and I was like, this has kind of allowed me to appreciate more what kids entertainment can do, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I should do this on. Sorry. I'm actually just going into, uh, nope. I'm trying to get it into my like queue. So oh, I okay. don't forget about it. I guess I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I went into mine instead of mine and Jack's little profile, but it's okay. Over the garden wall. Yes. Over. O V E R. There it is. Okay. I'm adding it. Okay, cool. Boom. Or there. Cool. I'm excited. Awesome. Yeah, like That's I really said, neat. if you can watch all of it, cool. Mm-hmm. But all I'm asking you to watch is the first five episodes. Okay. Um Yeah. So we'll catch up with those mm-hmm. next week. I'll let you know what I think of the end of season one, mm-hmm. which I might just watch tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I don't have that much time, but like, I'll do what I can. Um, You've got the time, Brennan. Well, the thing just, is, it's two hours. 
I know, I know. I just, I, for me, mm-hmm. what sucks is that I can't do too much screens all at once. Otherwise, oh. I'll get a headache. So I really yeah. have to like parse out what I'm watching. I see. Which is actually nice. Yes, probably good for you, but yeah, but also like if it wasn't happening. a limitation on binging. Yeah. So, like, I watched two episodes at a time. Okay. Like I did yesterday, I watched two episodes before work and two episodes after work. I like it. It was very nice. Yeah. And that way you can kind of, like, chew on what you've been watching, mm-hmm. too, and think about it and not just, like, have it all blasted into your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for both of both of these. I'm excited okay. to hear what you think. And cool. I'm excited to, like, have an excuse to continue watching The Good Place on yeah. purpose. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess that's it. Do you have to pee? I mean, yeah, so that's kind of... Do that, you have to pee? Are you hungry? I'm both. Well, then it must be time for the end of the episode. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of my constant state of being, oh, so I true. think that's an unfair metric. Yeah. But you can find us on Twitter at Cast Party Pod. You can find us on Facebook at Cast Party. Um, you can email us at castpartypod at gmail.com. Yeah, you remembered it. You know, if you want. Mm. Please, um, somebody email us. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be so nice. Tell and us... Also, has anybody seen Eric McCormick? <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh, is he okay? Oh, oh, there was, oh, there was, I feel like he's doing something or I saw mm. something that I w- was meant to tell it's you the about. The Eric McCormick segment of our show. Yeah, which is always at the end when we remember that we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked about him in months. It's been so Poor sad. guy. I know. He's probably like, I listened to this podcast just to like bring himself down to earth, you know? Yeah, it's really humbling. Yes, because we hate him. <laughs> I think it's just because we're the only people on earth talking about him. That's true. <laughs> Jeez. I've never been meaner to anyone in my life than this guy. He can handle it. Yeah. He's completely vanilla, so he'll be okay. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he talks he, about guns or something. He's somewhere blending into a bunch of wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> what if I'm sure somewhere has somewhere has wallpaper that's just Eric McCormick's face over yeah. and over again. Probably his bathroom. Yes, probably. Um, my thing is my. Oh, here it is. Mm. Nothing's loading. It's all been failing. Mm. But I feel like I saw either something old of his at work, and I was like, "What is this?" Eric McCormick is somewhere new. picking out carpet, but he's only looking at shades of beige. Mm-hmm. That's what he's doing right now. Yeah. Okay, I can't find what I was talking oh, about. So I'm sorry. I'll try to bring that for next time. Okay, uh, that's do. my trust fall to myself. Yeah, there we go. Oh, our, our theme song is Good Day by Tally Hall of yeah. the album Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum. Yeah. Oh, and we're part of the Pod People Network of Podcasts. Yeah. We just added a new show. Okay, what's it called? It's called Eerie Earfuls. It's another horror show because it's oh, kind wow. of, you know, the circles I roll in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's two brothers. They do a double feature of two horror movies and they discuss them. Okay. And it's actually not not the things that i promote are all good mm-hmm. but like it's great because <laughs> i've been listening to th- what they've been putting out because it was kind of like uh an internet friend was like oh, i'm kind of thinking about starting a show mm-hmm. and i was like you should totally should because mm-hmm. i have the means to support you in that awesome and I w- i've been listening to it and i'm like this is awesome that's very cool because um they just did one where they watched like two horror movies i mean that's what they do um but they were comparing the scores of the movies Mm -hmm. and one of the brothers is very knowledgeable about Mm. film scores and i learned a lot (laughs) yeah how many episodes have they done uh they've only had two episodes so far (laughs) um (laughs) i don't know how that happened (laughs) oh Oh, so good though (sighs) anyway anyway um 
Yeah, you should check them out. Eerie Earfuls. You can find them on podpeople.me. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks. Hey, man. Don't poop your pants. And if you do, call over the stewardess. Okay. <laughs> don't don't mess with success, Dave. <laughs> we have a formula at this podcast. I know. Where every week we do I the exact same thing. I just love the idea thing. that I'm talking to one particular person that's on a plane. Like, don't. Don't poop your pants on the plane. It's but, gonna be bad. But if you do, get some help from the stewardess. Yeah, it it's it's all right to ask for help. Yeah. That's yeah. the message of this yes. show. If you poop your pants, ask someone for help. Yeah, it's like don't be embarrassed. Don't try to clean it all up in that tiny little bathroom. I'm sure worse things have happened oh, in that God. bathroom. This is the worst way to end a podcast ever. Anyway, oh, we could do more impressions. I always get very excited about impressions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I like that you do the impressions and I just name people. Well, yeah, because I'm really good at that. Okay, so um, let's see. Who do, who have we talked about today? Can I hear your Ava Longoria? No. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, I can do my impression of her Cockney accent that yeah, she has to do, do in Inner World. Is that what you think, you stupid slapper? That was good. Thank that was you. good. That was good. And I'll do Paddington. Okay, do Paddington. I don't want to. I don't. Wanna, yeah, you don't want to disparage no, Paddington. No, I don't want to. I don't want to cast any like yeah, shadow no, no, no. over Paddington. No, no, no. You can't mess with Paddington. You're right. I'm sorry. No mocking Paddington. He's perfect. I mean, it wouldn't be mocking. You'd be mocking me. Yeah, right. But that wouldn't be very Paddington-like. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's just not. It's just not right. Um. Uh. Let's hear your Chris Pratt. I mean, I can just talk because I'm a white guy. So like, <laughs> spot on. Thank you. <laughs> you did it. Uh. Let's hear. Um. Ooh. Let's hear your Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh. Okay. Oh. I'm gonna do. I my impressions are very granular and specific. Mm-hmm. This is my impression of his American accent. Oh, good. He's like, hello. My name. Is Doctor Straven Strange? That's so good. I am American. Yes, I love listening to British people do an American accent, where you just can hear the, like I am taking all of the England out of my voice. Yeah, it's so strained and <laughs> awkward. I also really enjoy when someone has a word that they clearly cannot get right in an American accent, and it just slips out. Yeah, I feel that, like I've seen Nicole Kidman do that a few times where you're like, what was that? Oh, she, her <laughs> what accent what is happened? questionable. Yeah. But, or like um, Portia de Rossi, when she says anything, she always says anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's her word. That's yeah. like the break, the, the chink in her armor. Yeah. I had no idea for years that she was Australian. Yeah. I mean, her accent's like totally gone at this point. Yeah. But she is. Yeah. Is Tony Collette Australian? Yes. Okay, cool. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. She's so good. Mm-hmm. Can we just have a podcast about Tony Collette? Let's That's the topic of next week. Okay, Tony Collette. And it's just us going, she's so good. Yeah. Remember that other movie? She's so good in that. Remember yeah. that? She was good. It's just the Chris Farley show. Yeah. Well, remember remember, remember when she was in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just, well, I watched half of the movie Emma with Gwyneth Paltrow because mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch all the Jane Austen movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching it with Sergio, and we weren't in the mood to finish it. We'll finish it at some point. But mm-hmm. Tony Collette is one of the characters in that, and that's mm-hmm. the only reason I'm going to keep watching, because it was not a great movie. Yeah. I have a very exciting thing that happened to me. It was a revelation. Okay. You know how I'm the Halloween Grinch? Yes. And I don't even like, I'm like, I don't like costumes. I don't like people to dress up in costumes. I don't yeah, care. as a drama teacher, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. Okay. One time somebody suggested, it was my ex-wife actually, she was like, you know what you should be for Halloween? You should be the googly eyes gardener. Yes. And I was like, oh, I would do that. 
And then someone sent me a clip from it was uh, it's Edward Norton. Okay. On SNL, and it's the like Halloween candy sketch, and he's just like going through the Halloween candy and. He's like, look how crazy I am. And it's totally bizarre. And I'm like, oh, I would totally be that character following. I'm like, you know what I should do? I should just every year pick a random SNL sketch yes. and just be in that character all day. I don't know if I could do it, David S. Pumpkins because I feel like that got too big. Yeah. And it's too immediate Halloween yeah. theme. But like, because I, those are my favorite sketches on SNL. It's like three quarters of the way through the show and the show's completely lost steam and then something totally bizarre happens. Yes. And you're like, what is this? Oh my God. Another one. Uh, Holly, uh, no, Broadway Sizzle. Okay. You have to watch Broadway Sizzle. I'll sketch. check that out. It's I... really funny. It's a bunch of people auditioning for like, with like Broadway songs that don't exist and Will Ferrell plays a character that keeps accidentally singing female songs and it's really great. Okay. It's really that. great. Yeah. That's another one. I'm like, oh, I would, I would play that character. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I think I've figured out Halloween for myself. I will just do sketch comedy for a full day. I and, love that. And then I'm like, oh, that's like my dream. So yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's decided. Yeah. But it has to be something where it's, I did, one of the things about costumes, I just don't like all the effort it takes to like, you know, oh, I found the right shirt. Oh, God, I, I got to find the right shoes. What shoes would this person wear? I don't yeah. know. I have the wrong belt. Like those little details. And you're like, I don't want to buy a pair of shoes for this. For Halloween. It's one night. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to ever use those shoes again. Anyway, don't poop your pants, everybody. Oh, yeah. Is the podcast over? <laughs> yeah. You got a little peek behind the curtain of what our conversations are usually like after the podcast. Yeah. Do you have to go? Should we? No, I'm good. Okay, cool. I'll tell you one more thing. Yes, please. Um, my favorite new SNL character uh-huh. um, is a Heidi Gardner character. She's one of the new featured players, and I love her a lot. Okay. Um, it's on Weekend Update. It's it's the first like recurring Weekend Update role that any like new person has gotten. Mm-hmm. And uh, her name is Angel, mm-hmm. and she's every boxer's girlfriend from every movie about boxing ever. Oh my god, it's so good. I love those characters. Yeah, and she's always like, I don't know, Colin Josh will bring up something. She's like, well, my man is out there in the ring. I told him not to. Yeah. And she's like, I'm taking the kids to my sister's. <laughs> that was my worst Boston accent. She's trying to be Boston. That was Boston? Yep. Wow. Yeah, that was bad. That was definitely like Atlanta. Yeah. That was that was I definitely in like the Savannah somewhere. I don't know um, why. Yeah, uh, it's good though. I like it when you do your accents. Yeah, I do more. Okay. Um, Can I hear New York? I'm walking here. Oh, that's pretty almost. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's a map in the United States right behind you. So uh, let me hear your best Illinois accent, like a Chicago. I don't really know. Okay. Cutting pizza into squares is the only reason to do anything. <laughs> what if I gave you a state where, like, they don't even have an accent? Like, do a Utah accent. What, what's a Utah accent? Um, there's all those states no, I'm know. looking at and there's all those states that are just completely neutral. Like they're just like, Meh. yeah, like um, maybe I, they have a little bit of a Southern thing just cause they're, cause they do, but yeah. it's not natural to the region. I have a, I have a, um, an accent that's like Southern hospitality. Okay. Um, I've created a character. Oh, good. Her name is Janet Devlin. Oh, oh I like She's Janet. Like, Hi, my name's Janet Devlin. Mm-hmm. Please come in for some cornbread. Oh, wow. Like sit down at the table, have yeah. some iced tea. Oh, iced tea, yeah. 
Some sweet uh, tea. Some sweet tea. Yeah. yeah. Um, I. That's good. Sergio and I were for some reason playing an improv game. Oh, I just love together, it when that happens. Yeah. Where I was playing Janet Devlin, mm-hmm. and this is when I invented the character. Yes, yes, yes. She's from Devlin, Missouri. Oh. Um. Wait. What? She's from Missouri. Is that not where that would come from? Um, I just made it up on the spot. Okay. I don't know. Keep going. Um, no, but she's from the town of Devlin, which is created by the massive Devlin family. Missouri's technically the Midwest, but you're all right. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it's right above Arkansas. So. Yeah. No, Devlin, Missouri was founded by the Devlin family. No okay. relation. <laughs> right, right, right. It's not her family. Oh, okay. And then it got real weird because I tip into absurdism more often than not. What? Not you. I know. But I started talking about like a meteor that fell that was full of Nintendo DSs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate it when that happens. Yeah, but there weren't any games, so they just play with, like, the basic mm, DS package. Yeah. Um, and then her mom choked to death on a DS. Oh, that's brutal. I know. <laughs> Poor Janet. It's so tragic. Janet's had a rough life. She sure has. <laughs> I don't know. It was very funny at the time. You guys, if if uh, if we're, we're starting a, um, a charity for Janet, if you're, yes. my name we have is a GoFundMe. We started a GoFundMe for Janet because it's called "Stop Choking Now." <laughs> it's uh, they we're, we're what we're doing is we're we're collecting money and then we're gonna stop all of the meteors that are full of Nintendo DSs. Yes. It's, it's called "Don't Choke." It ain't no joke. Yeah, and we're gonna um, we're just gonna not. we're gonna build a giant umbrella over America, <laughs> similar to the wall, but like it'll be but over for the top. aliens. Yeah, it'll be like over the top of us, and we're going to make the aliens pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't poop your pants. <laughs> don't poop your pants. Like, I actually am very hungry now. Okay. I'm getting a little loopy. So Yeah, like, let's do it. Yeah, I'm going to go eat. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. Hey, Brandon. Yeah, Justin. We really need to record a trailer for our podcast. Why? Because that's how we'll get people to tune in. All the great podcasts have them. Oh, okay. Hey, what's this? You own a cassette player? What is this, 1992? This isn't mine. Well, what's on it? Hmm, let's see. Hey everyone, welcome to Eerie Earfuls. Every two weeks we pick a horror movie double feature to compare and contrast for your entertainment. Who chooses rotates each episode. We explain why we chose the films, then proceed to analyze the two. Proceed to analyze the two. Proceed to analyze the two. You never know what pairings we might choose. You never know. What the hell? Was that us on that tape? Hello? Find more episodes on podpeople.me, podcasts for the weird at heart.